0: Welcome to the Improvement Imminent podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we
1: ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hey guys, welcome back. We are starting our second half of our weekly walkthrough.
0: So we're going to start you off Thursday, May 2nd. We are going to put out a video for this day because the workout's got some interesting stuff in it. Some stuff that, well, you've probably never done before. Uh, I know I hadn't done before. We tried this out. And also some things that we've done, but only really as skill work. So now we're going to throw them into a workout and see how you can handle them when your heart rate is elevated. The workout is three rounds for time, and we're throwing a 20-minute cap on it. We, we really think that everybody can finish in less than 20 minutes, but in order to keep classes rolling, we gotta, we got to have a 20-minute cap just to make sure that we don't run over our time. Each round starts with 20 hanging hip touches, which are a funky little move where you're hanging from a pull-up bar using a, a double overhand grip and wrapping your thumbs around. And then you're going to remove one hand from the bar and reach down and tap the hip on the same side. And then you'll reach back up and grab the bar again. Um, Then you switch to the other side, touch the hip, and then return. Every time you tap the hip and grip the bar again, you've done a rep. Um, So right arm is one, left arm is two, right arm is three. You do have to return your hand to the bar and re-grip it. Um, With those hanging hip touches, it pays off to have your hands close together because it helps you to be much more balanced. We'd love to see you guys squeeze your legs together and try to hold the better part of a hollow, um, but it is a difficult move. And like I said, we'll be putting out a video showing you guys how to process through those.
1: Yeah, um,
0: <sighs> we actually picked this movement up from the Hero Wad
1: Kevin, mm. so it's it's not just some random movement that we came up with. It's something that um, like CrossFit's programmed before yeah. on Main Site, and they actually have a video of Adrian Bosman out um, on there page about hanging hip touches so it's a move that we're probably going to see because um we might do Kevin eventually uh so my suggestion would be don't avoid this one just because it's different Yep. Um, I think it's a really good one to come to because of that and it's going to be a really good change it's really 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 different to hold on with one hand to a pull-up bar like that especially under
0: fatigue so I think it's going to be a great workout yeah different things are are very good for us. They challenge us to, to learn. Yep. After those 20 reps, next we've got 20 burpee box stepovers. And you're going to be holding a set of dumbbells in your hands, uh, 50 pounders if we can for guys and 35 pounders being prescribed for the females. You're going to have those dumbbells in your hand as you drop and touch your chest to the ground on the burpee. Then you're going to keep them in your hand as you stand up, basically deadlift them, and then step up onto and over your box. Um, We're going to keep this box on the shorter end, allowing you to go just 24 inches across. Uh, That'd be for ladies, I guess, and 20 inches across for the guys. Um, So it's not such a long trip over the box. You got to keep yourself moving on these. It's a brutal movement. It's a lot of work. Once you finish those 20 reps, then you gotta to head to the wall. You're going to wall climb into your rep. We want you facing the wall to do your 20 shoulder taps. Um, that's gonna be hand to shoulder on the same side. So the right hand comes up and touches the right shoulder. Now, if you remember I said hands close makes the hanging hip touch more doable. Well, your hands being relatively close together in that wall climbed uh, handstand position makes shoulder taps more doable. If you have a really wide base, it's very hard to shift your weight far enough to be balanced to actually make good touches. So we'll have a video out on all of this. Um, Hopefully we put up a good demonstration and you guys can follow our lead. Following that, we have a post-wad of five rounds, 30 seconds
1: on, 30 seconds off, and we are going to do a flutter kick with a med ball pass. So we're gonna have each class line up next to each other You guys are going to be down in a hollow position. You guys are going to start flutter kicking, which is just when you have your feet up in the air and you alternate um, one foot up, one foot down. And we're going to have you guys pass a med ball back and forth. Um, So relay style, we go down the line and we come back down the line for 30 seconds. This um, is just going to be a fun thing. Uh, hopefully as a class you guys get to enjoy it you guys get to have a little bit of fun with it at the same time it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a good post wad because it is forcing you guys to hold a position so it's forcing you guys into a pretty tight position in the core there and you guys have to flutter kick Um, and it almost takes you back to just like the high school gym days uh, where the gym coach would make you do uh, six inches and flutter kicks um, and just some core work so with the flutter kick so the feet come up very high um, no, I'd say we try to hold them about six inches off the ground and flutter kick from
0: there. Yeah, so six inches to like maybe 18 inches at most. Mm-hmm. We're not kicking way up high. It's, it's a pretty quick little cycle um, like, like it would be if you were in a pool swimming. Yep. All right, that's it for Thursday. On to Friday.
1: We're starting our strength. It is going to be a 10 by 3 deadlift. We want you guys to do three deadlifts with a five-second eccentric on each deadlift. Um, We're going to start at 50% and if we can increase load, we will. So here's how this one's going to work is you guys are going to be doing the first deadlift, you're pulling up to the top and then you guys are taking five seconds to go from the very top to descend all the way back down to the bottom. Um, That's going to be pretty difficult, especially for three reps. That means we're spending 15 seconds per set on just the descension, so just lowering back down to the ground. Um, so make sure that this is a drill that you guys do and worry more about if you guys are hitting the five seconds than loading the barbell super heavy. If you guys are doing the five seconds at 50% and it is easy, um, by all means, go up, and, go up and wait. But for those five seconds on the way down, this is a great way for you guys to tear muscle fiber and for you guys to build um, the strength required in a deadlift and help kind of, Uh, We've been working on putting together that position of the deadlift. We've been working on hitting the position of the start position, the end position, and linking it all together. And this is a great way to reinforce that. So on those five seconds, really focus on neutral head and keeping your back where
0: it needs to be. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea to actually close your eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. That's definitely helped me to rearrange my spine position and finish it off, taking it all the way through the top of my head so I'm not craning my neck and trying to lift the bar with my head because... It's not attached to the bar. It's my shoulders that are attached to the bar. And then my spine attaches my shoulders to my hips. So I need to think about being braced through the middle. And closing my eyes lets me brace all the way through the top, making a more structurally sound spine to work with. Yep. Um, <clears throat> like he said, with those five-second eccentrics, it, you really don't need all that much weight to make a good bit of damage happen. Um, just like our good mornings last week, they make you really sore without being loaded to crazy loads. Um, keep it light and do it right. That's, that's the message on this one. Yeah. Um, following
1: that <coughs> longer strength, so following that strength that's going to take a good amount of time because you guys are spending 15 seconds per set, we are going to do a quick and nasty workout. Um, it is going to be 800-meter run, 18 power snatches, 400-meter run, 12 power snatches, and that's it Four time. Uh, the power snatches are written at 95 pounds for guys, 65 for the ladies. So we want it to be a weight that you
0: guys can, without a doubt, hold on to and do some touch and go reps. Um, yeah, we want it to be, we want it to be uh, tantalizing to try to go unbroken. We'd really love to see people trying to hold on to the bar, obviously using a hook grip, but trying to just cycle off reps. They don't necessarily need to be the fastest reps but you have to find a working rhythm that allows you to feel in control and then continually push the bar up with the legs and process through a good power snatch. Um, We put it at 95-65, thinking that a lot of people have a good chance to be able to hold on and do a lot of reps unbroken, maybe even some of you guys going all the way unbroken with both of those sets. Um, It's it's fast. This one's going to hurt. It's supposed to. My encouragement is to pace the 800-meter run a little bit so that you can attack the barbell. And then as soon as you get done with those 18 power snatches, now it's really on. You need to really go after that 400-meter run and run it hard because you can power through those 12 reps to finish the workout. Uh, And really, I think this one's got a steady start and a flying finish. Oh, yeah. It's a light your hair on fire for the last
1: 412. That's for sure. Um, I think really all it's just going to come down to is... Are you willing in that 400 to hurt? And then when you get back to the barbell, it's 12. Um, just hold on to it. How bad do you want it? hmm Following that, on Saturday, we're going to go back to a partner wad. So we have a partner wad. We are going to do six rounds for time. Um, this workout is going to be done. Uh, is this one the relay style one? Yeah, this is relay. Yes, relay style. So uh, six rounds for time, <coughs> 10 strict pull-ups, 20 overhead squats. 400-meter run, Um, 200-meter relay back and forth is what that's going to be. So here's how this one works. And then 100 double-unders. Oh, yes, my bad. And then 100 (laughs) double-unders. So you guys are going to split this evenly, um, but we want you to complete, uh, or on the double-unders, my bad, split that evenly, but we want you to complete half and half the entire
0: time. So that means that the 10-strict pull-ups, we want five and five. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're mixing it up a little bit. The double-unders is the one place where it could be split unevenly. Oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah. the 10 pull-ups, we want it to go 5 and 5. You do 5, your partner does 5. Yes. Then the 20 overhead squats, we want it to go 10 and 10. You do 10, your partner does 10. The 400-meter run, you've got no choice. It's a relay. I run my 200, handoff, and Michael runs his. Then we head to our jump rope, and... We'd like it to be split evenly, but the reality is sometimes you and your partner have varied levels on that movement, uh, varied levels of skill, and double-unders are really, they're just a, a skill movement, and frankly, if you don't have these guys, you really got to start practicing them. They're not going away, and and all it takes is work to get better at them, um, but with those 100 double-unders, if one of you has a significant amount more capacity, uh, then it is okay to split these unevenly, but try to keep it relatively close to even um, so that both of you are working a decent amount. We don't want it to go completely lopsided. So 50-50 on those if possible. Uh, With this workout, it's kind of sprint to rest, right? We did something similar just this past Saturday, although it was in teams of three, so you got real long rests. Here in teams of two, you don't get as much rest, but you get a good little bit. Um, So you want to go out hard on each movement trying to knock out your set fluidly and then hand off to your partner so that they can hopefully do the same i think after like three rounds this is going to start to get pretty nasty and we're going to see people starting to struggle a little bit even with those sets now do we put a weight on the overhead squat um we didn't put a weight on the overhead squat i'd say let's put uh, 95 Oh, well, i think we didn't put a weight on the overhead squat because uh because we want people to feel capable of doing 10 in a row Right, Just with, like with that strict pull-up, we, uh, we might need to use bands, some of us, to get through five reps smoothly. We might even need to go to ring rows, um, whereas also some people might be able to even throw weight on their body and knock out an easy set of five strict pull-ups. So with that overhead squat, we want you to be able to do your 10 unbroken. Maybe that looks like different weights for you than it does for your partner, Okay. This is this is a chance for you to work against yourself with somebody else, um, as encouragement and as a as a a helping hand through the wad. Yeah, this will be a fun one. Um, the
1: fact that you get to trade back and forth means that you guys can move decently hard on each chunk, uh, just because you do get a little bit of rest. Uh, but at the same time, make sure that you guys are are helping your partner. Right? If uh, if you guys are just flying through your portion of work and your intention is that your partner gets stuck with no rest, um, expect it to deteriorate. So make sure that you guys kind of communicate. Um, just work through this one. Six rounds is a lot of reps. So make sure you guys work through it smoothly um, and make sure that you guys just, just push to try to keep a, a pace that is, I don't want to say even, but a pace that is um, maintainable. Yeah, just consistent, a consistent pace. Yeah. All right, that has been uh, part B, so part two of the weekly walkthrough. Um, I believe it started the 2nd, right? Yep. Yep. Thursday, May 2nd through Saturday,
0: May 4th. Yep, starting off a new month, so let's uh, make sure we're keeping track of what we're doing. You guys are going to see some benchmarks in the coming week, so make sure you're ready to write that stuff down and log it, know what it is for the future. We'll catch you guys next week.